Happy Friday, film friends. I'm Jordan, the fourth friend that fights about film here on Four Friends Fight About Film. This is the second installment in the new series of Four Friends Friday Film Recommendations, where we each give you a movie recommendation for your weekend or your next week or your mom or your never or whatever. And also, we have a special guest recommender each week to mix it up a bit. This week's guest is a longtime listener. Hey guys, this is Susan Cooper. I'm a big fan of the show. She even gave one of the listener suggestions back in episode 24, and we all, well, all of us who watched it, absolutely loved her suggestion. Girls just want want to have fun. It was awesome. More from Susan in a minute. First up this week, Gibby. Hey everybody, it's Gibby here. Jordan says I'm not allowed to recommend a whole year of movies, so instead I'll recommend the month of July 1984. No, I'm kidding. Uh, My movie this week is one called Only the Brave, a 2017 film by Joseph Kosinski. It's about a group of firefighters that fight fire. It's uh, excellently well-made. Just watched it this past week. Uh, you can watch it on Cinemax subscription and other places. stars Josh Brolin before he became Thanos. Or actually, I guess he was Thanos already, but before he snapped. A pretty good Miles Teller performance and just all-around excellent film about a team coming together. All right, Gibby's out. Hey, everybody, this is Lance as the pretentious douchebag on the show. Naturally, I'm picking an old film in honor of the passing of the great legendary actor Kirk Douglas, who apparently everybody thought was already dead, but I'll put that aside for a second. I'm picking Billy Wilder's classic 1951 film Ace in the Hole, the story of Chuck Tatum and a moral newspaper reporter caught in dead in Albuquerque who happens upon the story of a lifetime and will do anything to ensure he gets the scoop. This is a film very much ahead of its time. It was actually uh, Wilder's follow-up to Sunset Boulevard, arguably his greatest film, and is very much worth your time if you are bored this weekend and want to watch a movie that's, I don't know, about 70 years old. Have a great weekend. Hope you enjoy it if you watch it. All right, we're going to take a short break real quick, and then we'll be back with the second half of recommendations. Stay tuned. Okay, we're back. Susan, our special guest this week, is a podcaster herself. I host a daily micro-podcast called Dinner Tonight Atlanta where I help you decide where to go out to eat in Atlanta every day. Check it out at dinnertonightatlanta.com. If her restaurant suggestions are half as good as her movie suggestions, then you're in for a real treat. Susan knows her stuff. My recommendation this week is In a World. In a World. In a World. 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 In a World. An independent film by and starring Lake Bell. She plays Carol, a struggling vocal coach whose father is a well-known movie trailer voiceover actor. Carol and her sister have a tense relationship with their famous father under the weight of the mighty film industry patriarchy. When Carol stumbles into potentially landing a blockbuster movie voiceover role, she gets put into direct competition with both her father and the next up-and-coming voiceover hotshot he had been grooming. This movie explores the power of voice and how people are influenced by the spoken word. It has an incredible cast of comedians, including Dimitri Martin, Tig Notaro, Nick Offerman, Ken Marino, Rob Corddry, and Gina Davis, to name a few. The relationships between the characters are funny, poignant, cringeworthy, and touching all at the same time. I caught it on HBO recently, and it just blew me away with its story, family relationships, and a unique behind-the-scenes peek into the world of voiceover. You can check it out on HBO right now, and it's also available on all the streaming services as well. Thanks, guys. Keep it up. 
Hey guys, it's Hudson. I wanted to suggest a movie for you this week. Thanks to last week being Valentine's Day. I stayed at home with my wife because I made reservations too late. And so anyways, we had to do that a whole nother day to celebrate. So we we're like, what if we stay home? What if we order Chinese food? And what if we watch a great romantic comedy like Sleepless in Seattle? And man, I'd seen the movie before, but I was just reminded what a remarkable film that is. The great Nora Ephron with some of the best, sharpest, funny dialogue in the world. Two great performances as always from the uh, criminally underrated Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. This movie is fascinating to me for those of you that don't know the story. Tom Hanks loses his wife in the first few minutes of the film and his son calls into this radio show about his dad who is sleepless in Seattle and he wants his dad to start dating again and Meg Ryan hears it and she's a journalist and so she kind of under the guise kind of falls in love with this guy just based on the radio show and it's a romantic comedy where our two leads don't even meet until the final minute of the film. Um, it's just incredibly, is that a spoiler alert? I hope that's not a spoiler. I mean, you've seen it by now. What, it came out in like 93. I think it came out around the same time as uh, Jurassic Park for a little bit of filler there. It was nominated for two Oscars for Best Original Song, which is that Wink and a Smile song, which I totally thought was like a classic song. Give me a wink and a smile. And it was also nominated for Best Screenplay. It did not win, but it definitely deserved it. Highly recommend Sleepless in Seattle for a great kind of trip down Valentine's Day lane uh, with a few of your favorite filmmakers and people. I don't think it's streaming anywhere, but you can rent it um, you know, just about any of those little uh, apps that you rent stuff on. So that's my suggestion. Thanks. Bye. My recommendation this week is Just Another Girl on the IRT. This was writer-director-producer Leslie Harris's first and only feature film, and it is a doozy, y'all. The late 80s and early 90s offered a number of films giving audiences a view into what a young black man's life looked like in a major city during that time. This movie is one of the few, however, focusing on a young black woman. This movie, made on a shoestring budget, is about Chantel, a Brooklyn high school junior determined to escape her neighborhood and become a doctor. This movie is an exploration of teenage life that few had ever seen before this film, and I'm willing to bet few have seen since. Somehow, it's able to straddle being funny and charming with also being disturbing and difficult. Just Another Girl on the IRT is a brave, bold film that is sorely underseen. If you let it, this is a movie that will stick with you for days after you watch it. Harris's voice is one that I wish we'd heard more from over the last 27 years, but I'm so glad that we at least have Just Another Girl on the IRT. Sadly, she's one of a handful of black filmmakers that have only made a single film, but a truly remarkable one. Just Another Girl on the IRT is streaming on Hoopla and rentable on all the usual rental apps. All right, y'all, that's it for this week. We hope you have an awesome weekend and that you end up watching a movie that makes you laugh or cry or dream or any kind of transcendent, life-changing cinematic experience. Thanks for listening and subscribing. Please rate the show and maybe even write us a review. It actually does help people find us. Happy Friday, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>